Hello, and welcome to the Tarot to Go radio podcast. I'm Anastasia. I'm here today at the beautiful Amberdown Conference Center with the Tarot Association of the British Isles Annual Conference. With me today is Anya Magic, one of the Tabby organizers. Welcome, Anya. Hello. It's a delight to have you here. I'm very thrilled that you could take some time out to talk to me. I know you're very busy this weekend organizing the conference. Yes, it's been quite hectic, but um, the, the worst of it's over now. We're sort of settling down to enjoy the last last day, I think now. Yeah, no, it's having a wonderful time, I have to say. This is one of the best events I've attended. It's great, yeah. We, we've, it's our third one now, and mm-hmm. they've been absolutely fantastic every year. People are just The people that come are just so friendly and um, inclusive. No one feels left out, and everybody has an absolutely fabulous time. Anybody that's been once wants to come back, so mm-hmm. we're hoping to continue that. Great, great. Well, so um, I just want to talk with you a little bit. I had the pleasure back in March of taking your all-day um, workshop on improving your face-to-face reading skills. Yes, I'm and glad you enjoyed that. I oh. actually spoke, I, I did the same workshop at the conference last year and it went mm-hmm. down so well. I thought, you know, it would be nice to do a few more because mm-hmm. people seem to really appreciate the opportunity to have um, practice in reading face to face because it's a tremendously daunting, daunting thing for, for most readers when, when they're starting out right. to take that step from reading for friends or reading for themselves to reading for strangers because mm-hmm. it's, it's all of a sudden you, you're sort of a professional and it's a bit frightening <laughs> but it's what not really so mm-hmm. it's it's you know even if you are a professional it's nice to have the opportunity to just practice in an environment where it's not that um, important you know you can, you can practice your technique you can make mistakes and you're not sort of make uh, you're not dealing with people's real lives it's a contrived situation but it's real enough to give you the um, the practice of dealing with difficult questions. Yes, it's one of the things that I really enjoyed was um, when you had us do some play acting and mm-hmm. you know drawing a random you're this kind of person getting a reading and, and trying to act that and um, but not trying to freak out the person you're partnering with too much but giving them an opportunity to practice with well what do I do with a know-it-all client or what do I do with a client who's very rude or very, you know because you know, we all get those kinds mm-hmm. of clients you know it's, it's you can have a perfectly lovely day and then somebody sits down at your table and it's Oh no! It's the client from hell. So. Yeah. Well, the thing is, all of those, all of those questions are real questions, mm-hmm. and they're all real types of people that you're likely to encounter. So right. I just try to encompass every possible situation, and mix and match it to the extent that when you get out there to do it for real, you'll be prepared for anything because you're. Oh yes, I've done that, yes. and I know I've tried that, and I mm-hmm. know how to deal with it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for you, you've been reading for quite a while, actually. Yes, I've been reading professionally since 2003, so it's a little over four years actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And before that, just you know, just reading for myself and friends, and doing the tabby endorsement process, Mm -hmm. and just going through that whole whole thing. Right. So when um, you first started reading professionally. Did, is, is a lot of, I, I'm guessing that maybe a lot of your workshop content is from the lessons you learned the hard way when you first started reading professionally? Um, no, I, to be honest, I took to it like a duck to water. I was, mm-hmm. I was very daunted the first time out and I got sat down at a table at a really busy event and 13 readings later I was experienced <laughs> and they, they dragged me away for one 10 minute break and I just couldn't get back there fast enough I, I really really enjoyed it and, mm-hmm. and I got a tremendous buzz from from dealing with real people real lives and actually 
being able to interact with them because I'd done email readings before and uh, you get very little feedback um, and very little idea of who the people you're dealing with are. You get, you get certain amount of information even from an email and a certain amount of intuitive information um, but you never really know whether you're resonating with them and when someone's sat in front of you you have the opportunity to actually see them and see how they respond and um, it's instant gratification for a tarot <laughs> reader when you, when you hit the mark right. and, and you can see straight away. I mean, I did a reading a few weeks ago and within five seconds of, well, maybe not five, but 30 seconds of my starting to speak, I could see the tears welling up in her oh my eyes gosh. because I'd just hit the, you know, I, I knew nothing about the situation, nothing about what she wanted to know about. I, I try not to ask a question because mm -hmm. I find it narrows down my perception of what might be going on. Right. Um, but it just within 30 seconds, I could see that what I was saying, I was doing it, you know, I was on the right track. I was hitting home. Mm -hmm. And you just don't get that with email. You could go through the whole reading and then just send it off and hope for the best that you know, <laughs> the client understands what you've said and um, will actually take the time to feed back to you and respond. And right. It's just completely different. I mm -hmm. love face-to-face -face reading. Yeah, yeah it's, there's nothing else <laughs> like it. It's so energizing. Yes. Mm. It's very draining as well, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I was on such a buzz when I'd finished that day, but I just was exhausted the following day. I literally, I, I could barely get out of bed. I was so drained. Right. So is there anything that you do to take care of yourself when you're doing these, you know, festival or fair kind of non-stop reading things um, that you found to be particularly effective? Um, I tend to find that you need to eat afterwards to ground yourself mm -hmm. because you, you are using up so much um, nervous and psychic energy. Um, you, you kind of get into a, into a bit of a state where if you haven't eaten for quite a long time you need to just have that grounding effect of, of food. But I try not to eat beforehand because it's mm -hmm. I, I'm still nervous when I read it first, <laughs> the first one, just the bit before I start. Once I start, within a minute, I'm fine, but mm -hmm. it's just that first, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Oh, what it's am I doing exciting. here? It's <laughs> excitement. It's, you know, mm -hmm. it's that moment before you ski down a hill or whatever, you know, you mm. get a buzz from. Right. Uh, wow, great. So um, I know that you, you've been doing um, these in-person workshops. Um, but do you have any plans to do any other kind of sort of educational outreach sort of things? Um, yes, well, in addition to the workshops, and we're hoping to have another one in autumn in Glastonbury area. Oh, that'd be great. Which will be nice. I've already a few people have expressed an interest in that one. Um, but the summer is a very busy time for me with events as a reader. So it's, it's a case of finding the time to organise it, really. Right. But as well as that, I'm running um, online courses with a friend of mine who's also a reader. Mm -hmm. um, and we've, we've, done, we've just finished recently um, the Tarot Expressions course, which is um, tarot. It's to help people write more effectively and um, we, we combine tarot with creative writing Oh, and, and it's, it's, it's really aimed at um, helping people to um, express tarot in terms of a story because one, one thing that people do seem to have difficulty with is, is tying the cards together in some kind of cohesive narrative Right. and so we're trying to help people see the cards as, as points in a story mm -hmm. and also to be able to communicate that effectively because mm -hmm. a lot of people they know what they want to say but they don't say it correctly right and 
it's more important in written, written readings because you, there is so much more room for misunderstanding with a face-to-face. -face, um, you can, as soon as you see there's some kind of misconception, you can correct it. But with written, it's, it's vitally important that you communicate what you want to say in such a way that the client won't, uh, won't misunderstand it. Right. So we're really addressing um, several aspects, both the, the storytelling aspect of tarot and being able to sort of um, tie the cards into a, in a, into a cohesive narrative and also to express yourself well mm -hmm. so that it's um, not misunderstood and it's well received and um, pe people enjoy reading what you've written as much as anything else. Right. I, think, I think people respond better when they're not having to struggle through you know trying to work <laughs> out what it is you're trying to say because it's right. badly punctuated and badly written and you're repeating the same words over and over and they're kind of losing the, and there's bits here and bits there and bits everywhere and <laughs> right I mean, you must have seen that kind of you know, I, there, there's so much bad communication in the world and a lot of it lands in my email box yes <laughs> yes e email is notorious and and people do kind of um get very lax in email communication mm -hmm. but it's um, it doesn't help, and it, I don't think it presents a very professional um, front for you as a reader as well. Right. You, any, any, anything you see that is badly written, you immediately will write off the person as, as being somewhat less than they are. Right. Like a, you know, a complete idiot. <laughs> <laughs> or, or someone who, who isn't sort of terribly well-educated or mm -hmm. well, you know, spoken, well well not well professional. Versed. Not, mm -hmm. not unprofessional, yes, yeah. unprofessional. Because you do expect professionalism from professionals. And as tarot readers, we are presenting ourselves as professionals. Right. So yes. I think we need to, we need to appear professional mm -hmm. in, on all levels where yes. we communicate. Yeah. Starting point, spell the client's name correctly. That <laughs> helps. <laughs> yeah, yes. Little details. But that helps. Yeah. Spell your own name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> tarot is spelled T-A-R-O-T, yes. <laughs> Well, you, you would be amazed at some of the stuff we see. It's, uh, I'm, I, I mentor people for Tabby as well, and mm -hmm. some of the stuff that lands in your inbox is just no, sorry, you know, use a spell check at least. I mean, it doesn't pick up everything, but it at least helps. It helps. Yes. So yeah, that's one thing we, we're doing. We're going to be running another one of those later in the year as well. Um, Great. We're also um, we've had Joan Bunning's blessing to to do a series of courses based on her learn the tarot as well. Oh, that'd be fabulous! Yeah, it's such a great so book. It is great, but it's a very intense course to do in in one mm -hmm. hit, and so we're we're going to split it into three and run a, a complete. So you've got a tarot deck. Right. What do you do now? Kind of course for absolute beginners. Right. Just to help them find, you know, what it's all about mm -hmm. and, and to get started. And then another couple to follow on from that, following Joan's work. Oh, that's great. How exciting. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're all getting there. And, and going back to the Tarot Expressions course, we found when we ran the course that some people need rather more help than others. So in a completely non-Tarot related course, we're going to run a remedial <laughs> grammar and punctuation course as well, because there seems to be a real need out there. Right, right. We're, we're both passionate um, about communication and about mm -hmm. writing and, mm -hmm. you know, the whole whole thing. Right. A, a sentence should not have 15 commas and four semicolons. Well, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and, and people people just use and abuse because they have no idea what they're supposed to be using. And mm -hmm. They use apostrophes where they're inappropriate, don't use them where they are appropriate, and really don't understand punctuation well enough. 
I was very fortunate to have been taught all of that correctly at school, and I will forever be grateful. I yes. still have my English language exercise book from my third or fourth year. Oh, my goodness. And I re I've, have referred to it over the mm -hmm. years as a brilliant bit of that letter writing that I've, mm -hmm. I've, I have been known to refer to, maybe not recently, but certainly long after I left school. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're taught that kind of thing correctly, it stays with you. Yes. And most people aren't, so we're trying to address that. Oh, that's <laughs> great. And making the world safe for tarot and making the world safe for literacy. So absolutely. We're highly absolutely. in favor of this. Yeah, we, we have a logo on our certificates. It's uh, per literary ad uh, No, is it per literary ad oh, I'm going to have to cut that because I can't remember. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's per literary ad astra. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so through, through literature to the stars. That's great. So, so far. We're a bit facetious, but we thought it was fun. <laughs> well, it's important to have aspirations. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow, so in addition to doing all these readings and these festivals and running these courses, um, you also do a lot of tarot crafts. I know you made some beautiful bags for the Tabby Conference this year and some other goodies. Uh, yes, that's right. My, um, my other life is um, <laughs> a dressmaker and designer and I do um, embroidery. Mm -hmm. I started doing um, the tarot bags a few years back as commissions for people who asked because I did one for myself and it, it all kind of evolved from there. Right. Um, so I've got a whole load of absolutely beautiful velvet and satin tarot bags that I make um, with loads, loads, literally, I, I have thousands of designs. <laughs> I have a small range that I, I do for tarot bags mm -hmm. and I come up with new stuff all the time. I do tarot cloths to order um, and my, my specialty is corsets actually. <laughs> so oh, <laughs> so okay. I make corsets. Can, can you get a corset with, with tarot patterns on it? Well, funnily enough, this weekend <laughs> someone's asked me oh. <laughs> precisely that. They've asked me mm -hmm. if I would be able to embroider on the fabric a uh, design mm -hmm. of their choosing, which is, which is tarot related. Mm -hmm. And make them a corset. So um, oh, I'm finding fun. new and exciting ways of combining tarot <laughs> with um, everything else. Oh, tarot lingerie, I, I guess. Well, yeah, I am, why doing, not? I am doing lingerie for, for a client mm. as well. So mm. who knows? I may develop in that area. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it sounds like um, you've got a pretty full dance card there. Uh, yes, I'm nothing if not busy. Anyone who knows <laughs> me will, will, will tell you that I'm definitely a... I have a bit of a ten of wands thing going on in my <laughs> life on an almost per permanent basis. Oh gosh! So about these online courses, if somebody was interested in finding out more about them and maybe participating, where would they find this information? Ah, well, um, I'm just in the process of setting up one of my websites to mm -hmm. have the course information on it, mm -hmm. um, and that's www.gviazda, which is G W I A Z D A. Z is Z for the Americans in the audience. .co.uk. Gwiazda <laughs> uh, is uh, sort of my, my semi-official reading name. It means star in Polish. Oh, how wonderful. And um, people keep telling me I'm a star. So, <laughs> <laughs> so why not go with it? <laughs> okay, with it? Actually, I chose the name before, but it's, mm -hmm. um, I, I, just, I love the star card. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just so epitomizes hope and joy and, and all of the things I want to be that I kind of, I made it my own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's that, and that's uh, got a little bit about me. You can get readings from me, um, and there will be more information going up on there. 
I've just overhauled the website, so if you do find bits missing, then do come back <laughs> and visit again because I just may not have quite got, 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 it, got it right. I've just completely changed the website and, mm. and I, I literally threw it out the, the, about midnight <laughs> before coming down to Armadown this weekend. Oh, well, it, and you know, a website is never finished, mm. it's simply in various stages of progress. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I used to work in IT, so I'm always, uh, I'm, I'm never happy with things, and I'm always oh. tweaking and, and, mm -hmm. and twiddling. And my other website always uh, suffers the same thing, and that's um, <laughs> that's Anya A N I A dot co dot uk, and that's all my um, dressmaking stuff, mm -hmm. and my bridal pages, and my corsets, and my tarot bags, and my online shop for uh, the stuff that I do carry as stock. Right. And there's so much on there, I can't even mm -hmm. begin to go into it. You really have to go and have a look for yourself. Yeah, and, and I, <laughs> I, I visited it and it's like, oh, I want one of those and one of those and one of those. Uh, this is not all going to fit in my suitcase home. I need to <laughs> well, step back I, I here. Well, I ship to anywhere in the world. And I have a wish list feature on the shop. So you, if, if you can't bring yourself to buy it all, then just tell your friends and say, I've got a wish list here. This is what you want to buy me for my next X number of birthdays, Christmases, etc. Christmas birthday just because you like me. Yeah, yes. that's right. If you um, love me, buy me one of these. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd go that route with my friends. Just here's something. Um, well, it was worth a try. Yeah, it never hurts to ask. But do have a look. And if there's anything that you see or you, you don't see, I should say, um, anything you see that you would like different or anything that you, you don't see and you would like, then just drop me a note because I do have a small amount of stuff in stock, but because I like doing new things all the time. I'm, mm -hmm. I love doing commissions and, and most of my work is people saying, oh, could I have this? And right. yeah, okay, no problem. Mm -hmm. you know, it might take me a couple of months when I'm really busy, but right. normally I can... If it's something I, I have, if it's a design I already have, then I can turn it around. No, no, uh, long. It would take me no longer to do than it would take me to make up something that I do have right. listed as stock. Because mm -hmm. to be honest, most of the stuff I make to order anyway. Mm -hmm. Wow, so. that's great. So it sounds like that um, you've just got all these different, so so many different things going. Um, <laughs> that. Um, like when you're preparing these classes and things, how long does it take you to sort of sit down and map out, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this, and and where do you find the time to do it? Um, I'm not sure I should admit this, but a lot of the time I've spent so long staring at a blank screen waiting, you know, while my forehead bleeds waiting <laughs> to come up with sufficient inspiration to prepare stuff that I just, I, I have a rough idea in my head and I just wing it. Mm -hmm. I just go up and talk because... I, I find that if you know what you're talking about, it just comes. Yes. And the more you prepare it and try and contrive it, the more you panic about, oh, I missed that bit and I missed that bit. Mm -hmm. So I try and keep it sort of fairly free form because that allows me to sort of um, let it take me where it wants to go. Right. And I'll keep to the central themes mm -hmm. and, and just follow where it leads me yes, well, you a lot see, of the time. You <laughs> seemed remarkably prepared at the workshop I took with you. So and that was, yeah, that was... Um, quite a bit of angst and in the end I screwed it up threw it out the window and winged it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it was great and I couldn't tell the difference it was very informative and helpful and I, I had spent weeks preparing a load of slides looked mm -hmm. at them and thought I hate this I, I'm not going to do this mm -hmm. the um the reading bit I did prepare because that was that was very key obviously the, right. the the whole thing with the questions and the querents I knew I wanted to do that and I did spend the time 
on preparing that because I knew exactly what I wanted from that. But wow. the, the bit about standing up and talking, mm-hmm. um, I just talked. Well, <laughs> it's a bit it like wor- I'm doing now, it, really. It, it worked. <laughs> it worked. It was great. When I get enthusiastic about things, I can just, you know, just go with it. And mm-hmm. I enjoy talking about things I'm enthusiastic about. Oh, great. So what would be the one thing you would recommend to somebody who's about to um, undertake professional reading? make that transition from reading for family and friends to sitting down across from somebody who's about to hand you some money to do this? Maybe the one thing you would encourage? One piece of advice I would give people is that don't fall into the trap of thinking that it's harder to read for for strangers. It's much, much, much harder to read for people you know Mm -hmm. because you project your wishes for them onto the reading, you project what you know about them onto the reading, you have preconceptions about what the reading might be about based on what you know about them and you may not know everything mm-hmm. about them nobody knows everything about anybody else right even if they're very close to you mm-hmm. and they might have some secret angst and you might think oh yeah that's about the, this that and the other and it's absolutely nothing to do with that and then you go ahead doing the reading thinking it's about something and about nothing else with strangers you have absolutely no preconceptions you can just look at the cards and go with it so the one thing I would say is just trust your intuition when you're doing the reading. Right. And don't fear the fact that you don't know them. It's an advantage. Absolutely. The more you try and pigeonhole a reading and classify it and bind it to something you know as a, quote, truth, mm-hmm. the, the less likely you are to get a good reading. Yeah. I feel the same way about questions as well. I prefer people not to ask me a question initially. Mm -hmm. So I get a chance to look at the cards and see where they take me. Right. I mean, uh, uh, once I've started along that path, then people, I I will interact with the client and um, discuss their issues with them, whatever they want to tell me. If they don't want to tell me anything, that's fine with me. If they want to then tell me something, that's fine. But Mm. initially, I like to have that, that clean slate. Right. Because it, it, it is a clean slate and you can take it wherever you see it mm-hmm. taking you. So just thinking about um, the first time you had to deal with somebody that you were reading for who proved difficult in whatever way that manifested, um, what would you suggest to somebody who's you know, doing professional readings for the first time and they get somebody who's uncooperative or argumentative, what would you suggest to them for handling that kind of situation? It's very difficult to say without um, a specific situation because you, you interact with every individual differently. Right. So you really need to go with the flow. If you feel you've, you've gone to a place where you really can't handle it, the best thing to do is just to withdraw and, and just say, look, sorry, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, we're not resonating or you're not. You know, I, I can't do the reading for you in, in some way that's tactful and doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. Right. And it is actually, if you look at the tabby ethics, as <laughs> you say, if you, you feel unable to continue reading to withdraw tactfully. Right. Because I don't think it does you any favours or them to persevere if, if you can't get, get any kind of rapport over. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, I had a reading a few weeks ago with a woman who was completely resistant. And finally said, you know, I think maybe you need to get a reading from somebody else. I, yeah. I don't think I'm the right person. And she seemed really shocked by that. And um, she was like, well, no, 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 it's okay. I, I just won't get a reading. It's like, no, try, try one of the other readers. And, you know, mm-hmm. she got a reading from somebody else and loved it and had a great time. But it's just yeah. somebody that, you know, we weren't able to communicate in any kind of constructive way. 
Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, that's that's really what I'm saying. But I mean, don't 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 sort of think you have to to, to bottle at the first fence. Because <laughs> sometimes you do have an initial kind of. It takes a little while sometimes to. You, you don't have an instant rapport with everybody that sits down in right. front of you. Um, and sometimes it's just a case of starting to talk to them. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is to be as approachable as possible. And I think people do respond. It's um, body language. It's being open. It's smiling at them. It's being interested in them. Right. A lot of people that come for readings, all they want to do is is have someone interested in their lives or their problems, mm-hmm. or just to be able to talk about the stuff that they feel and that they're going through. And right. um, tarot is just a, a like a hanger for that <laughs> for a lot right. of them. I mean, I've had clients that sit down and just don't stop talking, and I barely get a word in. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm just gonna just finish these last few cards. Right. <laughs> right. Because they don't want to hear what I have to say. A lot, mm-hmm. some, many, most of them. Almost all of them do, mm-hmm. because that's why they've come to me. But some just want to talk about their problems. Right. And if that's what they want, then you can, and you can give that to them um, and send them away feeling happy that maybe you've given them something from the reading as well. Right, <laughs> then, right. Then you've done your job. Mm-hmm. So try not to sort of get too stressed about dealing with people. Just, just take them at face value and deal with them in the best way you intuitively feel that they need you to deal with them right. so don't try and force people to listen to you talking when they <laughs> want to talk but on the other hand find the balance whereby mm-hmm. it's not just them talking to you and you not getting your reading done in your your required slot right now um so one of the things you made reference to is the tabby code of ethics and i know you've been involved with tabby for some years now mm. and how would you say that has been helpful to you as you've been exploring and developing your tarot work um, I think it's very important to have a code of ethics and to know where your lines are drawn, things mm-hmm. you will not do, places right. you will not go. I won't do reading. Somebody came and, and said, um, I'm, I've, I have cancer or something. What's the prognosis for my surviving? Right. I, I would run a mile, quite frankly. <laughs> well, no, not literally. I, I, would, I would say to them that I really am no... In fact, I did have something very similar, which I'll tell you about in a minute. Um, I, I would say to them, well, I'm not a medical professional. You mm-hmm. need to go and talk to a doctor about this. Right. And I did actually have someone come to me and say, well, I'm seriously ill, something. And I immediately sort of started to say, well, I'm not a medical professional. You really need to go and talk to your doctor about this. She said, no, 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 I know. I'll talk to the doctor. What I want to know is how I can deal with it. Right. Which she hadn't expressed in the initial question. So... And again, it's a case of you need to probe a bit more deeply about what it is they want to know as well when, when they do come out with something very specific like right. that. Yeah. What's, the, what's the question behind the question? Exactly. And, and, uh, and there are all sorts of things at the ethics about not dealing with third party, mm-hmm. where you're not sort of, it's not sort of my best friend's having a, a, an affair with my boyfriend or something. And, right. You know, what's, what are her intentions? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot, a lot of the time, it's just the questions are expressed badly, which is another reason why I don't sort of hang to hold too much. It's another reason why I don't um, worry too much about getting a question up front because they're not always well expressed. People are not very good at expressing themselves. Right. But once you get them talking, what they need to know comes out, mm-hmm. and what it is they're hoping to get from the reading. Right. But it, I don't ask the question at the beginning if I mm-hmm. if I can avoid it unless mm-hmm. they are very 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 fixed on what it is they want. Most people just want a general reading to see right. where it takes them, mm-hmm. or they don't want to tell you. 
I just right. want to see what you tell them. Yeah. yeah, if you're so smart, you tell me my question. Ah, uh, no, it doesn't work that way. But no, no, I mean, it's but not. People it, do that. People do do that. Yeah, but it's not always like that. It's just that they want to see what you say first, mm-hmm. which gives you the option to see what the cards tell you first. Right. Right. <laughs> people are very confused creatures. Many of the, much of the time, mm-hmm. um, and they don't express themselves well and they don't say what it is they want which is why we get into all sorts of difficulties with other people because we're not <laughs> expressing ourselves well and, and yeah. it happens to me too mm-hmm. so <laughs> right so it happens to everybody mm-hmm. um, so yeah look a bit beyond the words and, and see what the intention is try to see the intention rather than the, the phrasing right Right. And we wandered off the ethics slightly. And um, what else is in the ethics? Um, yeah, it, it gives you a framework for, for where not to go, mm-hmm. as I said. And, and I think that really helps because you can just say, well, no, sorry, it's against my ethics. I can't do this. Right. And I can't read for you because I don't feel comfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're, you know, if you want to seek advice from another reader, that's, you know, right. up, up to you. Because mm-hmm. yeah. um, I, I, I've only recently become involved with tabby in the last mm. few months and um and but i've i've had a wonderful time everybody's so very friendly and so welcoming and and i haven't had much time unfortunately to spend on the discussion board or anything but the little bits i've seen it's like this is interesting and i need to find more time to do it um yeah. do you find that um you end up spending a lot of time on there reading contributing um i have done but to be honest it's um I have so much going on in my life, as I've already <laughs> told you. Uh, I don't contribute as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I still mentor, um, and I look at applications as well for Tabby, for endorsement and for the mentors. Um, I used to be involved on, on the panel committee mm-hmm. as treasurer, which I, I stood down in November because mm-hmm. it was just... I've been doing it for four and a half years and it was Ooh. just a time I couldn't yeah. commit to anymore with mm-hmm. a growing business. Um, so yeah, I, I do still, and obviously I've been involved in organising the conference, so yeah, I still do an awful lot for Tabby, but mm-hmm. uh, not as visibly as, as other people who are just there to participate in the discussion. You, d- yeah. you tend to find when you start taking on the voluntary work, you participate <laughs> almost less than right. you did before because you don't have the time to, to just chat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do try to post when I can and mm-hmm. when I see something particularly interesting or mm-hmm. when I feel I have something to contribute, but mm-hmm. not as much as I used to. But mm-hmm. the, the community is, is sort of fairly active. And yeah. And, and it seems, you know, it's it's because, you know, some communities there's like two people who post everything and everybody's expected to respond. But here there seem to be actual discussions. Mm, absolutely. And, and yeah. that, that, that's a much more, for, for, from my point of view at least, that's, that's a much more encouraging sort of mm. thing. Um, particularly um, for people who are new and are expressing hesitation mm. about, well, I don't know anything, maybe I shouldn't post an opinion here. Um, and on some boards they'd be told, well, yeah, you're right. Um, oh but no, but that's all. that's not the case we, at we all. We despair when people <laughs> say, oh, well, I didn't want to say anything because you know, I'm new and I don't know very much. And we go, no, no, please, <laughs> that's what we're here for. We're here to provide support and a community. And it doesn't matter, you know, as long as you don't start posting dirty jokes. And, <laughs> and, you know, so keep it tarot, keep it, you know, relevant. But mm. it, it doesn't matter whether you're professional or a complete beginner. I mean, we, we, we love everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's we welcome everybody. It's been a very friendly and mm. and um, 
it's been a very positive experience. I've been very happy with it. And I'm glad. So well, I'll l- allow me to quote you. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. But, yeah, um, please let, let people know. It's, it's um, As with readings, it's so nice to get feedback when you're doing something right. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes so much difference. And it makes people feel so much better if you just, you know, I mean, if you do take the time to just say, I really love it here keep up the good work because mm-hmm. um, it, it is voluntary work as I'm sure you know is, is such a thankless task at times and yes, you, you really put so much in and sometimes you just despair and think why am I doing this <laughs> I'm working so hard and I'm not getting in nothing's <laughs> happening and it's like well actually no everybody's loving it there's nobody's bothered to stop and yeah, tell you exactly. and say thank you so exactly. so here let me stop and say thank you Thank you. Yes, it's nice to hear it. The number of people that sort of come out of the woodwork periodically and say, oh, yeah, I follow it with interest, but I just don't dare post because I don't feel I know anything. And, you know, mm-hmm. I just lurk and, and listen. And you all have such lovely conversations. And, and we say, well, tell us, you know, yeah. post, join in. Yeah. You know. Say something. It's so hard to just keep the momentum going sometimes mm-hmm. if people yeah. aren't, you know, initiating. If you want to talk about something, don't wait for somebody else. Just post and tell Mm. us and and we welcome people from everywhere it's Mm -hmm. not i mean it is the tarot association of the british isles but we have members all over the world not Mm. many not as many but (laughs) yeah yeah, we do we have um we have uh, people in australia germany belgium um finland oh oh and we we obviously we have some u.s members (laughs) as well Um, all over the place, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they sort of ebb and flow, and they come and go, and mm-hmm. how much they participate is, um, right. you know, we're, we're never entirely sure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we, we do we do welcome everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, I've I've just had a lovely lovely time just it's since great. I joined Habit a few months ago, and I'm having a fabulous time at the conference. And, it's great, isn't it? And I just like oh, have to do this again next year. Absolutely. Put it on my calendar. <laughs> I think we might need some organisers for next year. I'm not sure I can do another year. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm sure there's somebody. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a sucker, so if they're really strapped, I'll probably end up doing it next year as well. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, well, thank you so much for your time, Anya. Speaking That's of being an organiser, I should probably let you get back to your official duties. Yes, back to, back to selling my wares in the shop, I think. Yeah, but thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to me. I'm really, I've had a lovely conversation. Thank mm. you. It's, it's been a pleasure. If I'm enthusiastic about something, I can talk the hind legs off a donkey. So There you go. <laughs> well, great. Well, thank you so much for your time. And I'm looking forward to the rest of the conference. Great. And we'll catch up again soon. Lovely. Great. See you in the bar later. Yes, thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.